Sometimes things happen that we, we can't quite put our finger on. We don't really know why they happened or how they happened. It's sort of outside of the realm of, you know, our understanding. And, uh, you know, it's hard for us to compartmentalize what um, transpired. But, you know, we always find a way. And, uh, you know, if you, you, um, if you try hard enough, you can, you, uh, you know, you, uh, there's an old saying that goes, um, you know, can't explain something uh don't try because you're gonna you're gonna end up hurting yourself thinking thinking too hard about that one and you know you, you don't want to do that because that, that's gonna that's gonna mess you up in the long run so uh if you could just uh you know reach into your pocket for me and uh you know oh what's that in your hand what, what you got there in your hand you just pull out your pocket what's that oh that's uh that's two tickets two tickets to the bonkers theater Bob Kane lived in a small town, a very rural area. Not much happened, and he liked it that way. The city scared him, and he was scared of large crowds of people. He didn't like rats, who climbed all over the city streets and squeaked and squawked. He never liked them, and he always thought they smelled really bad. He was much more a fan of pigs, so every time the country fair rolled around, he was very excited to see the pigs. He was so excited about the pigs that he was even appointed the position of pig raider. He would rate the pigs in the pig show and award them the big prize ribbon for best pig, for biggest best pig. Most beautiful pig, most fat, most large, most round. You could say Bob Gain was an average pig enthusiast. He really liked pigs. The first year Bob Gain was allowed to work this position as a pig raider, he had seen some of the best pigs he had ever seen. They came from near and far, all over the countryside be raided by Bob personally. When Bob would inspect them, he'd check for things like belly size, tail curl, how big their toes are. He'd even check the size of their snout. Sometimes he'd check inside their ears to see if they had proper wax buildup. He'd even brush their teeth and look around at their gums sometimes checking underneath their tongue for dental hygiene reasons. Bob loved doing this, and he loved seeing the happy, smiling faces on the pigs' faces. Bob loved doing this, and he loved seeing the smiling pig faces stare back at him. It made him happier than ever. He could see the watering in the pigs' eyes as they let out a big grin and a nice oink. Bob would oink back at them, but this was very weird, and the other fairgoers would think it's quite strange. But Bob didn't mind, because he felt at home with these pigs, and he loved seeing how big and fat these pigs could get. While raiding these pigs, 
the mayor of the town would come up to Bob and ask him how he was doing. With the mayor would be the largest pig that Bob had ever seen. Bob was enthused to see this pig. He loved this pig from the get-go. Bob would answer the mayor and say, Oh, I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? Mayor would say, Oh, I'm doing great. And Bob would stare at the pig and wonder why the mayor did not enter his pig into the contest. But Bob knew better to dabble in other people's business, so he stayed in his lane and didn't ask any questions. He talked with the mayor for quite some time, and then they parted ways. That year, Bob awarded the largest pig in the lot a big shiny silk ribbon. Biggest, fattest pig. Everyone in the audience cheered because that big fat pig belonged to a nice old lady that they all knew. That lady's name was Miss Crinkle, and she ran a delicious buttermilk biscuit shop down in the town that everybody would go to every Sunday after church. Everyone was enthused by this decision, but Bob still wondered why the mayor would not enter his pig into the competition, because his pig would easily take home the prize. It was at least twice as fat as the winning pig. But nonetheless, Bob kept this to himself. He didn't mind. If the mayor doesn't want to enter his pig into the competition, he can't hold it against him. The next year came by and it was mostly the same. Miss Kringle's pig won again. And Bob looked out into the crowd as he announced the winner and saw the mayor standing there in the crowd with his pig next to him, smiling and laughing. Another year came by, and Bob had hosted again the pig raiding competition. Unfortunately, Miss Kringle had passed away, and her pig was served as bacon for a side for the new management for her buttermilk biscuit business. Bob was upset by this, but... There was a new winner that year, and it was Mr. Chasey's. Mr. Chasey's big. Mr. Chasey was a neighbor of Bob's, so he was very happy with him winning the prize. But again, he looked out into the crowd and saw the mayor with his big, fat pig. Even fatter this year, even rounder and even more plump standing right next to him. This year's competition was coming up, and some bad things happened. There was a dust storm running through Bob's small town that affected everybody, and the fair was canceled until next year. Bob was very upset by this. Bob was looking forward all year to raiding all the pigs and making a new decision. Bob had decided that he would go and tour around the country looking at other pigs since his town was covered in dust. So, Bob went around the world searching for the biggest, fattest pigs to adore and to look on and awe at. 
Bob started his journey by traveling across the states. He traveled far and wide, from the east coast to the west, looking at many different pigs and many petting zoos, zoos, and just at farms that he would visit. He was amazed by the results he saw. There were amazing pigs. There were white pigs, pink pigs, red pigs, brown pigs, pigs with tusks, all kinds of pigs. Some with long tails, some with short tails, some with none tails. But out of all of these, he had not seen a pig as big as the one owned by the mayor. Bob was upset by this, but he didn't give his hopes up. Bob took a trip to Mexico to see their pigs. He spent five days in Mexico looking at all their pigs. They had some beautiful Mexican pigs. Some wore sombreros. But after the five days he spent, he still did not see a pig as big and large and beautiful and plump as that of the mayor's pig. This upset Bob, but he didn't give up his hopes. He knew one day he would see a pig like that again. And if not, he can always see it next year, when the Dust Bowl clears, and they can throw a fair again. So Bob decided to tour Asia, because he had heard of their amazing pork dishes. So he said there must be some giant, nice pigs in Asia. Bob spent the next two months going all across Asia, from India to Japan. He toured all of the countries and partook in all of their cuisines and cultural traditions. He learned a lot. It really opened his eyes to the world and how amazing different cultures can be. He realized that even though we're all different, we actually share a lot in common. He learned how to say pig in f- at least five different languages. He saw Indian pigs. They were very large and all pink or pale white. He saw Chinese pigs. They were big enough for small children to ride around on, which they used as transportation for most families. They would mainly tie multiple pigs to the back of a couple of horses, and the kids would ride on the pigs while the parents rode on the horses. Yet these pigs were still not as big as the one owned by the mayor. Bob went to Japan and Korea and saw their pigs. Their pigs were very nice. They were very well-mannered, very similar too. The only difference between the Korean pigs and the Japanese pigs were the Korean pigs, so the Korean pigs were more into competitive sports such as soccer or football, but the Japanese pigs were more focused in individualistic sports and competitive sports such as swimming and biking. Bob found this all very interesting and he loved every single minute of it. But now came time for Bob to head back home. 
see if the dust bowl had cleared. When he arrived in the airport, he was very happy and took a taxi ride back to his town. On the taxi ride back, he explained to the driver all the things he had seen in all the countries he had visited. The driver was very excited to hear about all of this. It was very interesting. The driver asked many questions to Bob, wondering, well, what exactly happened? What, why did you go on this amazing journey across the world? And Bob told him he was looking for the biggest, fattest pig he ever seen. That he only was disappointed because he had already seen the biggest, fattest pig in the world. And he was very sad that he traveled the entire world searching for one. And it was already there, right in front of him. The driver was shocked. He said, you've seen the fattest pig in the world? Bob answered, he said, yes, of course. It's owned by the mayor of my town. He owns the fattest pig. Biggest pig, the juiciest pig, the plumpest pig you've ever seen. Big, round, pink cheeks. You wouldn't believe your eyes, Bob said. Driver was shocked, he said. I can't believe I'm driving to a town that is home to the world's biggest, fattest pig. Bob said, well, damn right you are. It's a beautiful, big, fat, plump pig that lives in my town. And I'm proud to live in that town with it. The driver and Bob sat quietly for the rest of the drive home. When they had arrived, Bob was excited to see that the dust bowl had cleared. Bob thanked their driver for the ride home and gave him a tip and sent him on his way. When Bob walked up to his doorstep, he noticed that there was mail all over it. Bob collected the mail and walked indoors. He started reading through the mail. What Bob found inside the mail was a letter. Letter addressed to him by the mayor. The letter contained information about the next fair. Now that the Dust Bowl had cleared, a new fair was on its way. And the mayor had wrote to Bob, asking him to host the pig rating competition for the biggest, fattest, most beautiful, plump pig. Bob was so glad to be asked to do this again because he knows that he, out of anybody, loves pigs more than anybody else. So Bob quickly returned a letter to the mayor saying he would. The day of the fair began, and it was the day of the pig raiding competition. Bob was excited to see everybody's pigs, but he wasn't expecting to see what he saw from the pigs. Every pig entered into the competition was skinny. You could see their bones. They looked more like dogs than pigs. What the hell's going on, said Bob. Where's the big fat pigs? Where's the plump butts and the cute curly tails? What happened? 
one of the contestants told Bob the problem was the Dust Bowl wiped out all the food. There was nothing for the pigs to eat. Everybody had to look out for themselves. Bob was upset. He saw all the pigs, they all looked sad and hungry. He could see their rib cages. They were yelping and coughing. Flume and spit was firing out of their gullets. It was a sad sight to see. Not only for a pig lover, but for any man. Bob had never seen a sight quite like this. He didn't know who to award the ribbon to. Just then, a hand patted Bob on the shoulder. Bob turned around to see who it was. It was the mayor. Bob said, thank you so much for letting me rate the pigs again and give them a ribbon, but I I gotta say, I don't think any of these pigs are in the quality to give a ribbon to. I don't think I can award any of these people a ribbon. These pigs are nothing. They're skinny. They're skeletons. Not worth keeping around. I don't even think they can be called pigs anymore. The mayor said, well, you have to give one of them a ribbon. That is the way this works, and that is what I hired you to do. And if you will not give them a ribbon, I will. Just then, Bob noticed who was standing next to the mayor. It was the mayor's pig. As plump and large and fat as ever. Even fatter than he remembered. And Bob looked the mayor in the eyes and he said, Mayor, I gotta be honest with you. Every year, I see you come in here with this big, fat, plump pig, and you walk by the other pigs, and you have never once entered this big, fat pig into a competition. The mayor was taken aback. Pig? That's my wife!